passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show. I am one of your hosts. My name is Javon J. Love Adams. And as always, with me is the one, the only, on the mend. He'll be running sprints and doing cone drills before you know it. The one and only Ed Easy Smith. He played not only in the National Football League, but he also was able to hit a, uh, a ground ball as well. I mean, not a ground ball, but a fastball and a curve and all that stuff as he played professional baseball as well, man. How you doing? Doing good, man. Getting one every week. We get one closer to uh, well, training camp's already started, but we're getting closer to preseason and before you know it, regular season football. I'm already starting to get those notifications for all my uh, fantasy football leagues. Everybody wants me back. They want to take my money. We're going to add that as a topic to the show here because I want to get uh, I want to understand your your fantasy football logic. And we do a fantasy football kind of uh, pick them show with our with our uh, partners from uh, casual sports uh, radio network. And so I'm sure we'll be doing that again and seeing how we'll seeing how that goes. But this week, want to definitely uh, dive into some things that deal with uh, some of the news coming out of training camp. So want to get into that. Of course, one of those things is uh, you never know when the injury bug or just slight little setbacks will come. And so one of those happened with uh, with with uh, J.J. Watt. So we'll talk about that. Also, it seems that the protocols where 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 COVID is concerned continue to rear their ugly head. So that's going to be something that that happens. And uh, and then we'll we'll you know throw a little bit of a, a a potpourri in there as well. But it's it's interesting because you know one of the things as as you get news and as training camp progresses, uh, you know the the lines start to move because people start to get a little bit more comfortable about the team that they are rooting for, and so you know it's with July is underway, or in, as we go into the end of July and getting into August, uh, it's a great month of sports, and if you're not into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. With the NBA Finals ending and the the Major League Baseball heading into the second half of the season. There's plenty of betting action to get involved in. If you're a football better, there are tons of futures and props you can wager on as well. So Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports book betting needs. So visit the website today. Use or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. Now, it's interesting because last week we talked a little bit about so that one time that you had, and we, of course we don't share names where, where we try to uh, protect the protect the innocent. But when we had one of uh, a colleague that kind of came up lame on on purpose because they were injured before they came to training camp. 
But sometimes I want your thoughts on as you were preparing to get into training camp and maybe some of those nicks that come up, because with, the reason I ask is because with J.J. Watt, we know that he was an important addition to the Arizona Cardinals. And so he's been put on the PUP, the, the physically unable to perform uh, list because of a little bit of a hamstring, uh, hamstring strain, not a pull, not a tear, but a hamstring strain. Does it concerning to you i've heard people for example uh, like on the on our uh, airwaves here locally uh, ron wolfley saying no i'm not really concerned until maybe he misses a padded practice but your thoughts on should there be any concern because you're trying as he said multiple times and i know you said this as well you can't lead from the sidelines yeah this is one of those situations jay where i'm concerned for the i guess the long term um you know this is just a hamstring, but it's the hamstring of J.J. Watt, who's been injured quite a bit over the last few years. You know, we do know his track record. It's almost like when you go buy a car, you know, if you're smart, you get that car fax, right? So you know exactly what's going on with it. It's got a few dings. It's been uh, reported in an accident or two. uh, Or if it's got a clean seat, you know, you're really excited. We know J.J.'s had some injuries over the last few years. Uh, a hamstring in the very first week of training camp, I'd say not that big a deal, but at the same time, it's it's no it's like a, it's not no deal because you know and you talked about when you're coming into camp, you know there's different versions of dudes coming into camp. You got a dude like me who's coming in and I'm trying to hit the ground 100 miles running because I got to try to earn a roster spot. Whereas somebody like JJ Watt, I mean the 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 number of zeros behind the decimal points or in front of the decimal points, he's already got his slot locked up. So you would imagine he'd come in, not on cruise control, but in that mode of, hey, I just want to get some work in. I don't want to get hurt. But meanwhile, he did tweak something. Uh, they're going to put him on the pup, you know, physically unable to perform list. He'll be there. They'll take it slow. My next issue, though, Jay, is how do we, like, say if he misses, hammers are tricky. You know, you run a hammy out there. Next, you know, you're getting too close to the regular season. You tweak it again. You're spending the entire season managing that hammy unless you give it the full four to six or whatever weeks of rest. Okay, so let's not even look that far ahead. But at the same time, you got a dude that's coming in. I know we had a lot of meetings and, you know, some get-togethers and things like that during the offseason and the OTAs and stuff like that. It's time for the dress rehearsal to get ready to start soon, and you at least want him – in some physical reps, if not in practice going full speed, uh, maybe a series or two during the uh, preseason games, which, you know, even for somebody like him, you're not going to run him out there much. But every day he misses with his hammy, he's missing days just to get incorporated incorporated into the defense and then getting himself up to speed because you don't want to get close to regular season and now you're playing catch-up with your conditioning and stuff like that because you did miss all these weeks, 10, you know, playing tenderoni with this hammy then you get out there when the real <laughs> stuff starts happening that's right. when dudes that's when you don't strain them that's when you totally blow them out because now the speed is turned up on you so you know a little concern for me uh really want to see where this goes over the next couple to few weeks yeah it's definitely going to be interesting um because when you hear about the reports on how well that that jj watt takes care of his body so that's in terms of what he's doing in his regimen, stuff like that. So it's definitely something to keep in mind because the last thing you want is for it to be like, uh, I think when what Terrell Suggs was, was, was back, uh, he had some issues in terms of injuries, but he was really at, he was really at the tail end of his career was trying to, I think maybe trying to get a couple of uh, checks before 
uh, a check or two before he walked off into that uh, good evening and good night. And I'm not mad at him for that. One thing I do want to th- – you just brought this up just a little right when you are in your intro. The one thing, you know, the old saying was you can't make the club from the tub, right? Right. In my opinion, let's change this around. You can't leave the team from the tub either. So this is something like if J.J.'s going to be that that dude, we need you on the field, not rah-rahing us while we're out there doing all the work and right. sweating and bleeding during camp. We need you out there with us, especially – you know, we get close to the start of regular season. You just all of a sudden can't jump out the, the, the cold tub and now you're ready to go. We want to, we want you in there with us at least a little bit during the, the struggles of training. They used to be the dog days of two days, bro, and the struggles, they, hey, they, they get this camp, camp fluff now. So we at least want you out there half sweating with us. I hear you there. I hear you there. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals. I mentioned a little bit earlier in terms of potpourri. One of the things I wanted to talk a little bit about was, is the, if we're looking at, the linebacker core. Uh, we're going to have some youth that's going to be, that are going to be in key positions. We run a three, four uh, so that are going to be in key positions. And, and the people I'm talking about are uh, Isaiah Simmons, who's coming into a second year. And then we have uh, Zayvon Collins, the rookie uh, that, that will be, he's going to be in an interesting uh, position. And I want to get your thoughts on that. But if we're looking at the projected uh, starters for on the, in the linebacker core, we have Marcus Golden, uh, Zayvon Collins, Isaiah Simmons, and then um, maybe kind of like that that Chandler Jones in that situation as well. Um, with Zayvon, he's looking to be more along the lines of with Zayvon Collins. He's he's going to be kind of that quarterback of the defense in in that kind of that his role is that a lot. I mean, how much? I won't say is that a lot because being a football player and all these things you have to process right away and your ability to process things quickly. But how much? pressure or how much responsibility is that to be kind of the quarterback of the defense in that position more than you can ever imagine bro because the, the the thing with being the quarterback and this is this goes for the guy on the defensive side as well you have to not only know your position but every dude on the defense you have to know where they're supposed to be lined up and what their responsibilities are as you're calling the fronts and the coverages and stuff like that you can't call out a wrong front and a bad coverage on the backside or a bad blitz or something like that that doesn't match up with what you're trying to do you and so you got to know at all times like i said i give you a quick uh, illustration of what the quarterback does from the offensive side i think i've told you this story before one time I went up to the line of scrimmage. I'm in Atlanta, my second year there, and I totally had a brain cramp, man. I'm at the line of scrimmage. Chris Chandler goes into calling the cadence, calls an audible. You know, you break the huddle. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to do this. So you get to the line, and all of a sudden you hear that code, and they go throw the audible at you, and you're like, huh? Hmm. So I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, what? And Chris is in his cadence getting ready to go into set, and I was like, i just come out my stance because I said, Craig. I said, Chris, and I gave him a shrug. Like, he was like, you got the out. You got the out. I was just like, thank you, Jesus. But okay. same thing goes for that dude that's calling the defensive plays. You, dude comes running up to you. What do I got? What do I got? You can't say, I don't know. You, you got to know. So this is extra added pressure on a young man already who's going to be swimming coming into the league. That's no easy task. I mean, right. God forbid when I was playing tight end, if I had to know what the left guard and the the, the, the wide receiver on the other side of the formation we're supposed to be doing, you know, um, you know, so it's going to be, you're asking a whole lot out of a young player. Hopefully he's up for it and hopefully they won't make things too complicating, too complicated on him from the very beginning, give him some, 
you know, I'm not sure if they're going to have packages or whatever, but they'll hopefully they'll figure it out. So he's not, his head isn't swimming. Okay. Now, and again, I mentioned Popa Reeks. I want to get your thoughts on the, the COVID protocols, but recently with, with Aaron Rodgers coming back. So getting back into the fold in green Bay and them trying to at least work out a truce for right now. And one of the things he mentioned in a press conference was he said that people essentially that they come here to play from play with me. They're coming here for me. <laughs> um, when you were looking at places to play now, again, I, and, I, and, and you you said this multiple times. Look, man, I'm trying to go. I was trying to wherever I could be, wherever I could do. But let's say you you had the pick. Are you going to go somewhere where does does the quarterback? Would the quarterback weigh more heavily? Would it be the coaching? What is what would somebody like Ed? If you let's say you were that top tier free agent and you were coming out, you had the ability to choose. What would be criteria? Because I'm just curious how accurate uh, a statement from Aaron Rodgers is when it comes to that. Yeah, d- depending on position, player, you know, skill set, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, some, I, I would imagine most players at that top echelon of players that can literally say, well, I'm going here to play and have multiple, you know, long-term offers thrown at them. Part of it would be skill set and fit. You know, you're mm-hmm. not going to go to a team if you're a wide receiver and you know they got uh, over in um, Tennessee <laughs> where they're going to be running Derrick Henry left, Derrick Henry right. And the scraps thrown out there to the uh, wide receivers, you know, you're not going to be in the same category as maybe um, Kansas City or, you know, different options, you know. So, yeah. you know, it depends, like I said, what your skill set fit is, where you want to go. Then after that, you do start thinking about it. there's other factors, obviously, family and home life. You know, right. you got a big family. You might not want to root them up and take them all the way across the country to California if you're a East Coast man and you don't want to do that to the family. You know, if the money's good enough you go buy two houses and just have them go back and forth all right ain't that nice ain't that nice you know then then as it trickles down bro it does fall down to dudes you want to play with and in the you know i guess the aaron Rodgers would be somebody a lot of offensive dudes would want to go play with and even you know defensively you know you're going up there you're gonna be playing for a team that's gonna be putting a ball in in the end zone and through the, the goal post and you know makes things a lot easier on you defensively and you do have in most instances most seasons that's a team that's going to be somewhat fighting for a playoff berth uh, who knows maybe you know being a super bowl contender so those are the things that you you know will put into your considerations now i guess can Kyler can Kyler Murray be that 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 attraction can Kyler Murray be that that magnet to to draw those people to draw some of those whether it's defensive or offensively to the Cardinals. Oh. Yeah, he let's put it this way: okay. he could, but he's got a long, long way to go. When okay. when you're talking about getting to that level of uh, legendary and uh, I guess um, mystique, whatever you want to call, it. when dudes want to come play with you now, well, I guarantee there. Are, some guys, younger guys especially, mm-hmm. that will want to come because it's exciting. You got all this going on. You know, we'll see how the season goes. You finish fourth in your division, which a lot of people are predicting, then it becomes right. less and less, you know, wow, I want to go play with that dude. But we're in baby – trying to take those baby steps here. What happens for me, the true test is when the veterans, those old dudes, 
okay. want to come play with you. Young dudes, they all these dudes. They play together in college. They've done all the camps together. They right. all on this, each other's Instagram page and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. What's the new one? Uh, TikTok and all that stuff. So yeah. these dudes are all familiar with each other like that. This younger generation. You start getting those old dudes, the ones who've been around the block a couple of times, when they're starting to say, hey, I want to go because I want to play with that dude because I think he's got what it takes, and that looks like a, a winner over there. That's when you know you've made it. Gotcha. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals. The numbers in some places in some states are starting to creep up again. Uh, you have all kinds of debates. Some people trying to make it political. We're not trying to make it political. We're trying to make it about what's going on with the bottom line in terms of with the where the sports team that we're concerned about here in the Valley of the Sun. Uh, COVID protocols. So the Cardinals, I, I saw recently on cardswire.usa uh, that talked about the Cardinals in terms of their being above that threshold that you want to be at. But still, uh, some people that are that are being put in protocols, not necessarily having uh, COVID-19, but maybe being that, that tracing that takes place. It seems that that's the it's this it's the new way of the world. Am I right? When it comes to trying to pre- how do you prepare for the unexpected when you don't it, it how when you when you're thinking about this? And this is, of course, going into our second year dealing with covid. Any thoughts that come to mind uh, where where as you see some teams handling it maybe better than others as they're uh, approaching uh, game one in terms of in the exhibition season? Well, I'll just say this for, and you know, it's a different world we live in, Jay. And back in my day, we know it was all about getting a flu shot during the season to make sure everybody didn't get sick. Now we're talking about something that's a pandemic that's taking over this world, not just this country, but this world. And for me, it's a little bit of a tricky situation. I don't want to ever tell anybody what they should or shouldn't do. But if I'm a player, the first thing that's coming to my mind is I need to, I got to be really, I'm trying to figure how concerned I would be about the long term, something that might happen to me 15 or 20 years down the line because of a vaccine they rust versus me catching something or giving or having it not being symptomatic and giving it not just to my teammates, but taking it home with me as well. I'm I'm trying to weigh those out. And the scale for me, I know I, I, I watch all these shows, Jay, and there's a debate on both sides. And I'm like, I hate to be on one side and look at the other like, what are you talking about? But I'm just, like I said, when I'm weighing those two things, I don't get a shot because I don't know what this shot's going to do to me. And who knows, I might grow a horn out my butt in 25 years. Or I don't get, I do get the shot and I keep my family, myself, anybody around me safe. If I don't get it, then possibly I might give it to somebody. And this isn't a flu. This is people getting it and then being in the hospital and then like three or four days later or a month later after being in a coma, they die. So it's a little different. Right. So as far as what we're dealing with with, with the, the sports, I'm just not sure if you're not going to do it for yourself. I'm a player. And I, like I said, I try to stay as neutral as I can on these, but if you're my teammate, you care about me and this team and my family and your family, wh- why wouldn't you want to get the shot? I don't know. If right. Like I said, religious reasons, different things, okay, I understand that. But – you can't. We're seeing the numbers are already. And here's the thing: sports is just in. Uh, uh, I mean, parallels with life. Yeah. So right. our numbers are soaring through the roof out here and all across the country, for that matter. Now we get these young men together, some vaccine, some not, trying to you know be around each other, and we see the numbers going up. And it's like, what'd you expect? I mean, you think they were going to go down? I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, I don't know. Um, okay, run around and have unprotected sex with 100 different people, right? 
and not think you might have the risk. <laughs> All of a sudden, you start coughing and stuff starts dripping and stuff like that. And you're like, what would you think was going to happen? Right, right. Good point. Good point. Good point. So the one and only Ed Easy Smith and I am Javon J. Love Adams as we continue to monitor what's going on here at training camp as we approach game one. There's only three preseason games, so everyone has and and now correct me if I'm wrong, Easy, before we head out of here. There's only for most teams, unless it's just a terrible team, there's only about what, three to five positions that are maybe open. So you have all these people that are attending training camp and maybe you're trying to put something on film for somebody down the road if you don't make the team, but there's only about three to five, right? Yeah, usually usually a few more than that. You can go, okay. like, you know, because you got to remember, people are fighting for the back end of the roster. Some guys will be a third or fourth string, whatever position, but they're first string uh, special teams. That's so important okay. nowadays. So what the, what the coaches are trying to do is find out what we have position-wise, talent-wise, where these guys match up, one, two, three, four, and then what addition or add-ons does he bring to the table we can throw this dude out there on punt return punt he'll cover kickoffs with the best of them and he's good you know uh trying to block you know a field goals Uh, this dude's gonna make it over a prima donna dude who don't like to get his hands dirty and like i said it might be the same position he might even have a little more skill than this dude but he showed that he's more valuable so those are the things that the teams are looking for and what's really critical jay now with the cut down of all season workouts and not a lot of hitting and pads and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. now you take away one preseason game with one of them having to be the, um, I guess, dress rehearsal. I don't even know how they're going to do that. Is it going to be game two now that you sit everybody it would in have three? To be. It would have to be right. You would think, but that means you now have to ramp things up. You can't yeah. but think about this. Most teams first preseason game is if your quarterback dresses, he goes out for one series he does two handoffs, takes a five-step job, throws an out, incomplete pass. He's on the sideline with the headset the next three, two right. games, right, next game, whatever. You know. Exactly. Now, exactly. this is game one, but you got to get these dudes ready for the dress rehearsal in game two so you can sit everybody and make the final cuts in game three. You know, got to play a little bit longer. They have to play a little bit longer in game one, or you just have to really be – you have to trust what you see in practice and hope it's not one of those, what practice warriors. And then what do you say? Look like Tarzan, play like Jane. Hit like Tarzan, hit like Jane. Here's the other thing. Some teams might go the exact opposite way. Like the Rams Rams don't give a dog on about preseason or anything like that. Their dudes don't even play. So maybe they get enough physical work in high speed intensity during their practices. That's the only way you can do it. If you're just going light and your guys aren't getting, you know, playing in the, preseason you're there's no way they can amp it up that fast so i'm not saying they don't play at all but they play very little but they probably get a lot more intense work in uh doing their few uh hitting periods that they can have there we go so that is on behalf of the one and only ed easy smith i am javon j love adams this has been believe in the arizona cardinals make sure you follow us and uh if you are watching us on our no we're trying to add more elements to what we do. Follow us on Twitter at the easy sports, uh, easy sports talk. And then also uh, make sure you tell a friend about what we have going on here at believe in the Arizona Cardinals, tell a friend and tell a friend. So as we always say around this time, are you kidding? Till next week, be easy out there. Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.